0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Paul Truesdell, and this is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. I call it that because that's my name. This is episode 196. It's Friday, November the 12th, and it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing both the podcast for audio as well as video, and there's a reason for that. What do you say we get started? This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. Yeah. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Roscoe, you ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Well, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to um, talk to you a little bit about something called van life. For those of you who know, I have been uh, discussing, talking, and doing research on this from an investment standpoint, also personally, and the primary reason for that is uh, I'm getting very selfish in life, and I enjoy, for example, uh, getting out and seeing people. This pandemic has been a pain in the rear end, and one of the things I have is a lot of experience with uh, camping, hiking, biking, Uh, using Class A motorhomes and doing everything you can possibly imagine, again, down to uh, a tent. Now, I've done this over uh, quite a few years. Uh, My background goes back to the 1960s. Now, I do not have a van at the moment, but I have done a massive amount of research. And so I kind of want to share that with you because, uh, again, this is a whole thing that's going on out there. And I want to share a view tube by a woman that I think might actually be more beneficial than a lot of the hogwash that you see out there. So this is very difficult to read, but this is something I'd want to share just very briefly with you. And that is, if you sit down and you look at your life in seven-year increments, okay, every seven years. So the lady I'm going to profile, she's in, according to what she says, she's in her eighth seven-year period, which means if you're between 49 and 55 Um, at the end of 55, you'll turn 56, you know, you're independent and you can function on your own. At least you should be able to, unless you have some kind of a physical, emotional, intellectual, or some kind of a challenge out there. But I use this when I talk to clients. When I, I talk to clients and I say, breaking everything down into seven is really important because if you look right here, okay, the oldest woman known to mankind is a French lady, uh, Calumet, who lived to be 122 years of age and 164 days. So she was 20, 122 and a half. Okay, fair enough. So you do realize that we do have increasing mortality in the nation. It is decreasing because there are a lot of other issues, but people that take care of themselves are living longer. Medicine is, is doing better. Basically, if you can make it to 140, you're going to be the last one standing. So you've got 20, think of it like this, 27-year segments. And if you want this good hold of me, I'll give you the printout of it. But it's a great way to look at, for example, you know, what life really means and what and what you're going to be doing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Let's go back and uh, go to our next item here. This is the YouTube channel that I would encourage you to go to. Um, it's called add, ad A D- Van, V-A-N, Tures T-U-R-E-S. I think it's very clever. Adventures over 50. I don't know this lady. Uh, I've watched several of her videos. Uh, she's on Facebook. What I will say is the honesty, the sincerity, the openness, the genuine um, vulnerability of what she's doing comes across. And for anyone who has traveled, like I have traveled, If you've traveled worldwide, if you've traveled domestically, you know that uh, traveling can be a real pain in the rear end. What she does not do is do a lot of fancy gizmos and and uh, you know you. Here's the thing: I'm going to get into this. What you have with a lot of these YouTube videos, when it comes to van life, it's all about glamour. It's all about the settings, the music, and this and that. She's just kind of doing a documentary. There are others out there. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of others out there. But um, I think what she's doing is pretty cool. So let's talk a little bit about van life. I want you to think about this from a couple of different perspectives. Always remember, never forget, I look at everything from a perspective of money. Okay? I'm looking, what are we going to do to maximize and minimize money? And in a few minutes, I'll tell you a little bit about the word team and what that means to me and why that's a a big deal as well. But the key thing is you want to be able to do everything in terms of of can we make money at this? Is it efficient? Is it effective? And so with that, let's just kind of keep on going here real quickly. So we're going to talk about van life from a couple different perspectives and using uh, what she's got going on here as an example. So first off, lifestyle. Define the lifestyle that you want. And I use this all the time. Do what you like, are good, profitable, and can control. It doesn't mean you have to do the maximum, but you should do the minimum. So do what you like, are good, profitable, and can control. And control, I think, is a really big deal right now for a lot of people who are fed up with what's going on worldwide. Okay, life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. Yeah, good luck with that. That's not exactly something that uh, we all have a lot of right now. Yeah. Roscoe will be uh, chiming in every once in a while. Roscoe only knows one word. Roscoe, what is that word? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Roscoe knows. So what do you want to do for life? remember what I said, at the very most, you've got 27 year periods. The number seven is amazing. I'm not going to talk about the magical number seven plus or minus two. I'm not going to talk about all the different things that seven involves. Seven days in a week, seven seas, seven wonders of the world. I'm not going to get into all that. But the, one, the number seven is really amazing. And if you start thinking and breaking everything in down in terms of seven, you'll, you'll go, I get it. So when you're living, do you want to be fixed or you want to be flexible? A lot of people strive to get a good job and then they strive to get married, strive to get have children, strive to buy a house. Remember that once you get that house, you're stuck. Once you get married, you may be stuck. You know, you got to be careful who you associate with because you start to become them. And it's the same thing with your communities and everything else. If you have a lot of money and you're doing just fine and dandy, uh, I did this fairly recently. We said, you know what? I don't like the neighborhood. I don't like the neighbors. I don't like anything about these people. Uh, Just got rid of the house and moved. No big deal. I've done that with uh, hotels. I've had hotels where, oh my God, it was just loud and obnoxious. Go downstairs. You got to move us. We have no no more rooms. We're not going to reimburse you. Okay, fine. I'm out of here. I really don't care. But unless you've got that kind of a situation, you need to watch your money. You will have that situation if you watch your money. And that's one of the things about van life. I think that a lot of people misunderstand, whether you're living in a Class B, a Class C, a Class A, you're pulling a trailer. You have flexibility, and if you don't like what you got going on, uh, you can bug out and you can do whatever you want to do. Now, the problem with YouTube, YouTube is fantastic. Let me make it really clear. Uh, The political ramifications, the uh, shutting down free speech and all that, that's complete uh, hogwash, right? What do you think? Is that hogwash? Oh, Hogwash. Yes, it is hogwash. But what you get on YouTube is you get all this glam, you get all this glam. You know, you know, Biffy is sitting there on the beach with her her tight behind, and Buff is there with his muscles and his ribs and his uh, his uh, abs, and everything's so good and life's wonderful. But here's the reality: and life is work. <laughs> You've got to work at it. And what I think this gal is going to do, which again, I'm, I'll profile her in just a minute. You actually show what it's all about. I mean, actually show what it means to live in this thing. And she's not a spring chicken. She's not old. She's not young. She's an attractive 50-year-old lady, has her act together. I believe she does a cosmetology, makeup specialist. Uh, but here's the thing. This is cool. Following her in a real genuine setting I think is, is much better than, again, all of the 20- and 30-year-olds who are out there, you know, telling you how beautiful it is. Now, there's a lot of guys and gals out there who are younger, who are showing you how to build these things, what the reality in life is. That's what you want to focus on. That's what you want to focus on. Remember, the honeymoon ends and you got to get down to real life. My background goes back to the 1960s. My mother and father traveled the country. We went to 48. We went to all the continental states uh, by way of uh, a travel trailer. And then uh, we also went by train. And my father, we would come to Florida every year. We lived in Wisconsin. Originally from Texas, and, uh, but we traveled all the time. Mexico, Canada, the 48 states. We did not get to Hawaii or Alaska uh, while I was a, a child. But um, afterwards, I have made all 50 states and beyond. In the 1970s, that was college, and so a lot of backpacking, a lot of bicycling. Uh, you know, hey, just go someplace for the weekend. We got time. Just go. A can of uh, beans. Uh, grab some uh, beef jerky, and off we went. I mean, those were great days. If you didn't ever do that, well, you missed a great opportunity. 1980s, uh, first rodeo, that's what I call marriage, first rodeo. Wife and a couple kids had a Class C, traveled extensively across the East Coast of the United States. In the 90s, uh, second rodeo, uh, three children. So what we did is We traveled extensively, bought a big Class A motorhome. Oh, boy, it was that big. But the advantages are also disadvantages. You can't just go and drop wherever you want to go. We pulled a vehicle. We pulled, I think, uh, some type of a Honda uh, behind the thing. I don't remember what we pulled. But we pulled a Honda. We, we uh, We had the big Class A. But you learn a lot when you have to backpack. You learn how to pack. You learn how to do meal prep. And One of the things I've seen very few of are these people talking about when they cook, cook and prepare? Prepare your meals ahead of time. I do that in the office. I have in, I'm have, i broadcasting out of the Truesdale Professional Building. That's where we're located. This is my office building. We have a pool table. We have a gym here. We have uh, showers. We have restrooms. We have a full kitchen. You can bring your kids. You can bring your dog. As long as you get the job done, hey, work is work is work, and I, you might as well enjoy what you do for work. I'm a good employer. At least I, I would work for me. But the key thing is what you want to do is do a little bit of prep. And, again, I see all these people, they don't prep. Uh, we never go out and get coffee. We actually roast our coffee. We grind our beans. We make it here. People that do things like getting Starbucks every day I find utterly, amazingly stupid. That's the reason why you're not multimillionaires. you got to watch your coins, and that's one of the things I think van life teaches a lot of people to do is they actually start paying attention to their money and you can actually uh, do pretty well and save money. You know, in the, uh, in the 2000s, what did we do? Um, to be very blunt with you, 1995 was uh, a key time for us. Uh, that's when we began doing a lot of traveling, uh, not only by way of the, the big class A motorhome, but also what we did is we started taking six weeks off every year. So every year, we take six weeks off and we travel the country. Uh, What we now do is we'll fly in. uh, My office building is right near the airport where our our plane is at. We will fly someplace, may fly commercial, and then we rent a car, and then we just go and do what we want to do. Some of the best trips we've had. People say, oh, Four Seasons and all those kinds of luxury places. I got news for you. That gets old. Best things we've done, backpack, rental car, and Holiday Inn Express. We don't go camping anymore. Um, We just don't. The children can do it. They're all adults now, but for my wife and I, now we just don't do that anymore. But I'm coming to a point, 2010s, again, same thing. I mean, we have been literally everywhere. You name the little city, we probably have been to it. What's nice is that years ago, you need to basically have a dish uh, that you set up to to communicate. But now with phones, oh boy, you you need to have the satellite phones. Now- Easy peasy, you can go just about anywhere. When people say, oh, I can't get phone service, blah, blah, blah. Well, I got news for you. These things right here, <laughs> they used to be that big years ago. Big old bags and you had your... <laughs> if you haven't had a bag phone, you haven't lived. Now, in the, in the 2020s, obviously, everything is turned upside down and sideways. But some things don't change. And I use the word team all the time. As an investment advisor, as an investment manager, both with the law firm, all of the companies we either acquire or that we work with. I say this all the time. This is really easy. You want to maximize and minimize time, effort, aggravation, and money. It is absolutely critical to do that because just a little bit of planning will save you so much money. So when you're cooking, do cook more than for that meal. Cook for three or four or five meals and then seal it up, warm it up, and do what you got to do. Um, That's what we do. Sundays and Mondays here at the office uh, is meal prep. Either be a Sunday, either be a Monday, and so the meals are ready to go. You don't need to buy a service for that. But that's just one of those things I thought I would share with you. It's just a little bit of uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a a pound of cure. If you're considering van life, what are your goals and objectives? I think that's very, very important, no matter what it is you do in life. And what are your expectations? I've seen videos where, where people said, if it takes longer than 20 seconds, I won't do it. Who the hell thinks like that? Oh, I don't make a bed. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't make my bed because if it takes more than 40 seconds to make a bed. I'm not going to do it. I Always leave the bed down. I, I You know, I don't know about that. You know, like Jordan Peterson, you know, get up and make your damn bed. You got to have habits. Habits are important in life. If you live like a slob, you're going to always be a slob. I've seen some of these uh, men and women. Oh my God! I can't believe I got to clean things up. Yeah, everything you got to clean up. You know, I don't know about you, but I took a shower this morning, <laughs> brushed my hair, brushed my teeth, combed. Uh, everything it's what you got to do. You know, I supervise. Uh, today is Friday, and and uh, everybody's cleaning the office. They got done. We don't have a cleaning staff. Everybody's expected to clean their their location. For me, I. I take uh, executive privilege and have my space cleaned up for me. But I take care of it like anything else. But again, it's expectations, okay? It's expectations. You've got to do what you've got to do. Do your research. Do your research. Go beyond YouTube. Buy a real book and read it. Buy uh, digital books. Take notes. One of the things that I have, uh, I've got papers on top of it. I have a moleskin. Let me grab it real quick. So one of the things that I do... I use a moleskin all the time. Let's go to the other uh, screen here. And one of the things I do is I make notes, okay? So Hemingway wrote all of his books, all of his short stories using a moleskin, good old-fashioned pen and moleskin, and then I use an iPad all the time to write notes. You got to write notes. You got to journal. You got to have yourself in a, a situation where when you're doing research and you're planning and you're writing it out, take your time. That's the key thing. I can't emphasize more enough. Okay. Now, once you've done that, I would journal. Again, same thing. Use your moleskin. Okay. Use whatever is. The other thing is, guys, you can't live on this thing here. If you're going to live on your little screen, you're, you're narrowing what it is you do in life. Phones are a tool. They're not your life. Okay. Don't live your life on that damn screen. But record things. Video. My God. Storage is cheap. I remember when a megabyte, a megabyte, not a gigabyte, not a terabyte, but a megabyte cost me a million dollars, a million dollars for a megabyte. I remember when a computer took up basically the size of my entire office. Um, My working office is a little over right at 5,000 square feet. That's a lot of space. When I remember my dad bought a Sperry Rand for the company and (laughs) the air conditioning all the things that went into it to do basic fundamental data processing that, again, our phones are a thousand times more powerful. The other thing is discuss. Discuss not only with people who are in the business, but discuss with people who have no idea, none whatsoever, because a lot of the best ideas in life are from those that are not jaded. You know, it's like the old, you know, PhD. PhD. You know, piled higher and deeper. They get so focused on something, they, they don't see the big, broad picture. Okay, very important to understand that. For me, I think one of the big things about vans, because they be, they've come so far, they've come so far in the last few years, is if you view them as a Swiss Army knife, that's going to be what probably 90% of the population should should have view it as. Okay, it's a Swiss Army knife. It's basic transportation. It's also transportation for big things if you've got to haul things around. If it's sturdy enough, you have a hitch, you can have a trailer on it, you can then you can do all sorts of recreation, and you can even live in it if, if that's what you want to do. So I, to me, that's one of the things that I talked about, and one of the van companies I think does a very good job, a lot of them do, but Van Do It, V-A-N-D-O-I-T, take a look at their videos online, you can see they have the live and the do, and um, it makes a lot of sense. One of the problems with van life right now is everybody's doing it. And so there's a shortage of vans, there's a shortage of equipment. But again, from an investment standpoint, think differently. There's a lot of opportunities for a lot of you to make money out there with vans. For me, this is where I'm at right now. For me, it's about being mobile. Now, if you don't drive a big Mercedes, if you um, don't drive a big BMW or um, a vehicle like that, you won't understand that. People discriminate against you. They like to open their doors and slam into you. That's the reason why we park far away. I've gone down the interstate and had people just, they're assholes. I mean, absolute um, assholes. And there's no reason for Oy. it. Boy, hogwash. Yeah. And so sometimes it's nice to have, I'll take the Suburban or I'll take another vehicle. You want to be a little bit on the down low. But the thing about a van and the reason why my van that we have, uh, we're getting ready to order is going to be different because I'm going to be using it as a mobile office, okay? It's going to be done as a mobile office. Um, I don't plan on living in it, but I do want to have the ability, if I'm in Orlando or Jacksonville or Tampa, uh, up in Destin, someplace I'm going to the condo up there, and I I want to take a break in the afternoon and, and snooze for 30 minutes, 90 minutes. I want to go to the bathroom in a clean place. I like to cook, and I want my food. I can simply that's what i'll use it for so it will be very luxurious inside it won't be to be to live but it'll be large enough for i can drive it i can go in back i can take a snooze i won't have a bed in it but the chair will be very very well the chairs will be very comfortable and then i'll have of course whatever drinks i want to have in a cooler refrigerator but here's the thing i live in florida and if i'm seeing people now i have an office-based business 99.999% of the people that we deal with now are over the phone or, again, video. We use all the conferences from WebEx to, uh, oh, geez, GoToMeeting to Zoom and FaceTime, all, whatever. Whatever you've got, we have uh, service and access to. Do a lot of that. But here's the thing. Let's say I'm driving to um, Naples and I'm down by Sarasota and I need to pull off side of the road because I have a a phone conference or I have a video conference. I can pull off, sit down, walk in back, turn on the cameras, and off I go. So for me, it's a little bit different how I do things. I will have drivers. I have a a gentleman that drives also security. And so if I'm going down the road, it's like, you know, hey, Roscoe. Yeah. You know, take your time, relax. I got to do this video conference. I got to do a phone conference. It is what it is, what it is. So there's a lot of things that... Again, it all has to do with me right now. It's to have a mobile office, to be more low profile. It's not going to be super fancy on the outside. Uh, I don't know that we'll have solar. We're still talking about that. I don't know that we really need it because of what we're doing. And it's about traveling, okay? Sometimes going to the airport, let's say I'm going to fly out of Tampa. Well, okay, so I'm going to fly, let's say, uh, to Dallas. Well, Dallas is a long trip, but... I can have appointments all along the way and drive, and maybe that's a lot easier. My point being is I like the flexibility. Remember I used the word flexibility before. I thought that was really important, and um, it is what it is what it is. So the thing is with van life, it's not just thinking outside of the box. This is another one of little little Truesdale things that's going to come up. Don't think outside of the box. Don't do that. What I want you to do is begin by rejecting that the box even exists. Forget it that... The, forget what everybody says to do. Do what you like are good, profitable, and can control. (laughs) Real simple. Team, time, effort, aggravation, and money. Minimize and maximize. But focus on the things that you really, again, like are good, profitable, and can control. Be aware of things that affect you. But I'm telling you, 99% of things that are out there, ignore it. It doesn't affect you. And I think that's one of the problems. So what I want to do is, again, talk about uh, this thing right here. Uh, very impressed with uh, what she is doing, her honesty, her openness, her integrity, the vulnerability. Um, I like that. I like people who um, are not full of... Oh, hogwash. Yeah, no, don't. that's not, not for me. So, Roscoe, we ready to get out yeah. of here? Yeah. Yeah, we're ready to get out of here with that. Uh, If you want to follow what I'm doing here, you can go to paultrusdell.com. That's paultrusdell.com. That is pretty much my private podcast, and uh, there's going to be a lot of revisions to that page. A lot of things are going to be changing with that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. Normally, what do we do? For all of you who follow me, 5 in the morning, 5 in the afternoon, 5 days a week, 5 minutes or less. This is going to be about 25 minutes long, but I wanted to do a video. I wanted to show you this, and it's going to be up on our website with that. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. We're out of here. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by Nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell Podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing a true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com.